Happy birthday. Who thought of a mask to you? Have we started? Happy birthday to you. Happy two days late birthday One day. to William. This podcast comes out tomorrow. William. Okay. Happy well, birthday two days to you. Everyone chant. Hip hip. Everyone's chanting. Hip hip. <laughs> Everyone's chanting. Hip hip. <laughs> Everyone's chanting, baby. Happy. Happy 25 and two days, brother. Bruh. 25 is not fun. That's oh, pretty fucked. So, 25 is fucked, bro. Yeah, it's pretty fucked. It doesn't feel like... Okay, I had a great birthday. That's good, dude. I had a great birthday yesterday. I, um... It was just really nice. It was really wholesome. That's I, cool. um, Talk went... us through your day. Because you must have been extremely busy because you didn't get back to me till about six o'clock at night. Well, you texted... You were one of the first to text me, which I'm so grateful for. So, thank you for that. Yeah. Then I tried to call. You didn't answer. When did you call? Called at about three o'clock, I reckon. Uh, oh, I was in a meeting. I was in a meeting. So no, anyway. Listen, it's your birthday. It's quite selfish of me. You can do what you like. I'm <laughs> Thanks, just saying it Pat. must have been quite busy. That's all. I woke up. I went for... It was the best Clovelly swim I've been on. Wow. In, I reckon, a year. Because it was your birthday? Or no, like- no. The, it was clear waters. Mm. Saw the groper. Wow. Electric blue, big boy. He was he was wishing me a fucking happy birthday. Yeah, he was coming up close and personal. Eh? Went for a beautiful swim, saw the grubber, had a sea urchin in its mouth. Have, do you know what a sea urchin yeah, is? Like yeah. the spikes? What, that would have been painful, bro. Yeah, had it like through its lip and stuff. You didn't try to help it? Fuck no. I'm not intervening in nature. Do you reckon oh, fish... On, I don't mate. think fish feel pain, but... Yeah, they would. Oh, yeah. They'd have to. Bro, can you imagine getting... Like, fine... Imagine this. You're on a walk... You're just cruising. Mm. You see in front of you, you go pick it up, a 7-Eleven mint chocolate protein bar. Yum. You grab it with your hand and suddenly your hand has been like impaled by like a big metal thing. You just get dragged It's worse, up. dude. It goes through their mouth. Yeah, bro. And then I take a bite and it just hooks me and then I just get dragged. Bro, it would hurt so. Fucked. Fish get it rough. Anyway, then I had a meeting and then um, I did a big table read for uh, the movie I wrote, which you were a part of briefly. You played a small character. Yeah. And you did a great cool. job. Yeah, you did a really great job. Thanks very much. And your movie looks quite exciting, to be completely honest with you. Thanks. Um, shout out to Dylan Davis. Why? Because Dylan Davis supplied me with your birthday present. And I think he deserves a shout out for that. Where is so, it? So, Dylan? Oh, yes. I've re- yeah. Where is it? Sorry, sorry, where sorry. I'm confused. It? I was confused. Wow. Pat got me... I don't, I don't want to say he got me a ticket. He got me a revival. And that revival, don't know how long it goes. How long will the revival go for, Pat? I've got a weird feeling in my stomach. It's going to go all night. So you're saying I've got a bit of an all-night revival. You do, bro. And you know what it is? You know what's telling me that I've got a bit of an all-night revival? What? Something in the orange. (laughs) (laughs) Zach Bryan, baby. We are going. We are going to Zach Bryan. And the tickets are on sale for the Melbourne show as well, if you want to come watch us while we're down there. The night before, Friday the 8th is our Melbourne show. And I'm pretty sure it's already half sold. More than half sold. Shit. More than half sold in like a couple hours when I checked. So there, there won't be too many left. But then, yeah, then we're going to Zach Bryan. So shout out to... Dylan, Dylan who fucking SK. I who, like the term SK. He, perfect timing. A yeah. couple of days before your birthday, I was like, dude, I've got tickets. And I was like, I've already got one, but hey. 
Yeah. I know I know someone who would like one and completely be completely honest with you, haven't even, hadn't even thought about a present yet. So it just came at the right time. You know what yeah, I mean? Absolutely. Which everything happens for a reason because what if I'd already bought you a present and then the ticket opportunity came and then I had to buy you two presents. You're deserving of two presents. You've, you, of course you, you are, Thank but you. it would have been a big ask. My birthday, I share it with a particular event, Pat. Um, I share my birthday with the Melbourne Cup. Did you no, know that? Not every... Every year. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. That's not possible. What do you mean? Because the Melbourne Cup's not on the same date every year. But it's always around the same time. The Melbourne Cup... <laughs> yeah, but once every seven years, you would share your birthday with the Melbourne what Cup. What do you mean? So, it's seven days in a week, and each birthday is a day. So, next year, your birthday will be on a Wednesday. No. It, yeah. No. Yeah. No. Next year, your birthday will be on a Wednesday. No, it won't. Yes, it will. Uh, fuck, mate, it doesn't just move up one day. It does. Unless it's leap year next November year. November 2024, my birthday's on a Thursday. Well, then it must be leap year. Is it leap year next year, Grant? Do you know? Yeah, so there you go. Okay, the year so after that will be a Friday. You reckon? Yeah. Okay, let's check. The year after that will be a Friday. Fuck, I hate how you can just scroll so far down. Yeah, 100% it yeah. is. So it won't be for six years, considering the late year, my apologies. Okay. Well, anyway, my birthday Cup. is always in that Melbourne Cup week, yeah. which means my parents are never here for my birthday because they're big Melbourne Cup fans. Yeah. And I want to, let's, let's get controversial, Pat. What the, are your thoughts on the Melbourne Cup? I'm all for it. Look, I know it's sad. I know it's terrible. But... Wait, um, what's sad and what's terrible? I know it's. I know some. To... I know some horses get killed and things like that, and it's, that is shocking, right? <laughs> Most of you can eat you, chicken. Most of you, you eat cows. Sorry, can you can you give it a little bit more? Listen, gravitas? I'm a I'm a big horse guy. I grew up with horses, owning horses, right? Not race horses, just horses in a fucking paddock. So I've got a lot <laughs> you of. You didn't. Okay, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> For the listeners, I'm gonna no, tell you, you. No, you fucking ask me first before you go spreading rumors to the listeners if it's true what you're about to say because I bet you it's not true. Go on. Keep no, going. you tell me what you want to tell the listeners. When Pat says he, quote, grew up with horses, let me explain what that means. That means that at a publicly owned paddock of land, Pat, No, you have to pay to have your horse in there. Yeah, I know, but it's like public. It's like, it's not your land. No, we don't own, we didn't own the- Pat land. had a horse there that his dad also had. No, my mum- I probably had two or three horses growing up. Right, and what did they do on this particular plot of land? They'd eat. Yeah. They'd eat, they'd have their stable, would feed it, would bath it, would wash it, would scrub it, would ride it. So you just had horses. Yeah, and would go down there, most arvos, feed it, maybe have a little ride. Okay. You know? It was good fun. So I'm all for horses, don't get me wrong, you know? Like, I'm... Yeah. I like horses, but... uh, I like horse racing. I do. So do I. And I'm sorry to anyone who doesn't. I really do. Look, if you're a hardcore, you don't eat any meat, you hate all animals dying, sure. Fucking protest that shit. But don't sit there and share a fucking Instagram post saying one of the horses died today and then go eat your chicken that night. You know what I mean? Well, it depends how the chicken was killed. And you know what? That's probably different because it's we're eating it, we're putting it to use. The horse isn't actually benefiting us for, like like food and shit so maybe I will eat my words there but I'll eat the chicken as well mate. oh fucking eat that alright so you've I'm all, for, I'm all for the I'm all for horse racing I really enjoy it okay I am in the same boat as you I love horse racing I'm yup to the cup if there's nup to the cup 
I'm a bit of a yup to, the, yup cup. to the cup. I'm not to and the cup. And I actually I come from a family that has... Pedigree of horses. Horse horse family. Yeah. And horse, horse racing, racing family. Horse yeah. racing, yeah. And I'm aware of that there are people that, you know, treat horses very badly. And obviously, no one in the world wants any animals to be abused. Of course. Clearly, right? Of Anyone course. with a conscience doesn't want animals to be abused. I don't think that horse racing is inherently this evil thing that people kind of try and point it out to be, personally. I think that there are evil people in the industry. Of course, that, like anything, though. Yeah, like a lot of things. And, yeah, if if there was a way to make it, you know, more um, horse-friendly and stuff, you know, I know my dad has friends that do stuff to try and make it more... Like, for example, at our farm... After a horse does a race, like, it comes to our farm and it just kind of fucking lives the life, bro. Oh, bro, the, the horses at your farm, yeah. living, bro. Yeah, they get living. fed, they get, you know, whatever. Like, And there's no, like, breed. Like, obviously, it's fucked when people, like, you know, they, like, force them to, like, breed and, you know, yeah, you get their sperm. Course. Like, there's none of, you know, we do none of that stuff. And it's just very, yeah, I've like, seen you tugging off a horse butt on your farm. <laughs> was that for... That wasn't related that, to... Like, okay. No, that was That was unrelated. just for personal use. That was personal use. use. Okay, okay. Yeah. But um, yeah, call us monsters or whatever. But like, well, I really enjoy horse racing, and you know what? As well, to be fair, it's like if we got rid of the cup and the horse racing, that's a lot of what what happens to the jockeys, what happens to the commentators. You know, there's oh, a dude, lot of it'll never go. Jobs. And Are you stuff. kidding me? What happens to the fucking gambling companies? Oh, well, fuck them. But yeah, yeah, but it'll never happen because yeah, that, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean. Like, it's got way too much money, way too much money. Um, but. I think, look, I'm talking out of my ass. I'm completely making this up. But I think back in the day, it used to be worse in regards to like if a horse broke its leg while running and stuff, they'd just kind of shoot it. They do that still. Yeah, but I think there's more organizations. No. Yeah, I've, I know some as a fact, but I don't know how common it is that take the horses when they're injured and just let them retire for life out on a farm and stuff like that. But I've heard of organizations its leg, like that. It's like. It's but it'll never race again. Healed. No, but it can it can go out to a place and recover. Right. Like a lot of time they get shots. It's like, well, you're no use to us anymore. Yeah, true. Because all you were good for was racing. But now people buy them and let them live on farms and stuff. So I don't know how better it's getting. I assume it is. And it's sad. Don't get me wrong. It is sad. But hey. It's sad. I won 400 bucks <laughs> on the Everest. <laughs> I didn't win anything on the cup, but I won fucking money on the Everest. And... Thank you to the horse. But I will say this. It's hard arguing when, that I like the Melbourne Cup when I actually kind of look at the sort of people that do go Very pretent pretentious. They all suck. Very pretentious. Like, the worst cunts. I'm sorry. Like, it's very royal I've seen Sydney. videos of, like, the people that rock up, and I'm like, I wish you weren't the side I was on. You know what I mean? Like, I just... You all yeah. look awful. And, like, have you ever seen someone look good after... I challenge you to find someone that looks nice, like not nice, looks good after a day at the races. Oh, I like those people, the ones who get rowdy. Good on them. They're having fun at the races. No, no, I don't they're like the fun, real pretentious people who walk in there and it's kind of like, I'm at the Melbourne Cup. And it's like, you're so a parents. wanker. No, your parents are fun, at fun and shit. You know, your parents have good fun. I will say this though. It seems to have lost its steam a little bit because I can't tell you the name of the winner. I don't know anyone who watched it. Like it seems like really? it kind of died a bit. Oh, I don't know. Without a fight one, paying nine bucks. Yeah. Well, um, and, and you won. Huh? Did you win? No, no, that? I won on the Everest. I didn't win on the cup. 
I'd never, you can never win on the cut. I've won once on the cut when I was like 12 and I, my dad was like, want to put on the bet on the Melbourne Cup and I just picked a random horse. Yeah. But the jockey won two years in a row, different horses, two years wow. in a row, which is pretty cool. Semi Mbappe behavior there. Semi goaded. Yeah. <laughs> pretty cracked. Um, fat paycheck. Oh my God. But yeah. Yeah. Good so, so you wouldn't we will be performing live at the next Melbourne Cup. On a horse. On a horse. Going, that'd be really fun. I'm. You could ride me in the next Melbourne Cup. How about that? Oh, 100%. I'll be the horse, and Please. you can ride me. Please, that'd be awesome. <laughs> that'd be sick. Um, something. Last thing, just about the birthday. Yeah. Oh fuck it! No, you're really dragging it out, mate. Well, okay. I'm joking. We. I had a happy cry. Oh wow. Why do you keep touching your phone? Because it's on low battery percent, so I'm just keeping it. Just on. turn it off. No, but it's got the timer on. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I had a a happy cry on yeah. my birthday, and I was just wondering, Pat, when the last. Well, time... tell me about your happy cry. Don't don't brush over it. I want to know oh. about it. Well, my friends Jerome and Adele got me a book hmm. about be. Now, firstly, let's get this out of the off the table right now. Books as a present. I'd rather very no dad esque. Very I'd rather, father's I'd rather day. no present. Mm. Re- if I'm being honest. I'd rather no present than a book. I'm not going to read this. I've got anything else to do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, like a book. I've got horses to watch. I've got Melbourne Cup to... F- I've got yeah. horses to kill. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I come on. No, but um, I, <laughs> I opened this book. And it was actually really great because I'm at a bit of a creative crossroads in my life. And um, this book was about that. And it was like, it was really cool. The way it was structured was just like different chapters on different parts of being a creative. And it was like, whatever you're struggling with, go to that chapter and you can read it. So it's not oh, something you yeah, read okay. in order, right? That's cool. Anyway, um, and then inside they'd written like on the inside of the cover letters, like a page each of just like a letter to me. And I got so like happy well. and emo- And I got very emotional that I started to cry, right? Happy tears. My question to you, Pat, before I continue on is... um. Have when's the last time you can remember like a happy cry? Because I think it's fucking underrated as all cunt. Um, one comes to mind. It's quite sad. That's so not a happy cry. But I don't know. No, it's sad the reason. But I think it was a happy cry at the same time. Okay, tell me. It, it was New Year's Eve a few years ago. New Year's yeah, New Year's Eve, and it hit twelve o'clock, and everyone was celebrating. And I'd had a cunt of a year. I had a really bad year. And yeah. I teared up and I was just kind of like, I'm proud of you for getting through the year. That's so I a don't happy know, cry. Yeah, I guess that's a happy cry. Yeah, how good And I had a little feel? cry to myself and I was like, fuck, you, you got through the year. Good job. Like, well done. That's really and nice. And then before that <clears throat> would have been the Roosters Grand Final, which you've spoken about. Oh yeah, that's fucking... They're yeah. the only two that come to mind for a happy cry, I'd say. I loved it. It got some... And you know what I realised? God, I mean, I'm 25 now, which is just fuck to say... But I feel like I'm getting like more sensitive, you know. I feel yeah, okay. emotions heavier than I than Just I. Just in the last to. two days. No, 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 no. It's been happening maybe the last year. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? But yeah. I realize, like, now that I've turned 25 and I feel like I'm really old, I'm like, oh my god, like this. Well, I don't feel like I'm really old, but like it feels like a, you know, it's the oldest I've ever been. Maybe it's like days. emotional maturing, you know, emotional <laughs> maturity. Well, I think it is because you know when you're like 21 and you know you're kind of like work, you know, like oh fuck this, like I couldn't care less, and I'd never have a happy cry or I'd never, you know, yeah. let myself feel emotions in in the sense where I'm like maybe I wouldn't understand them or I wouldn't want to or blah blah blah. blah, blah. But as I've gotten older, I feel like I feel like I'm get I get more offended by stuff. Like I have more of a reaction to things. Like if someone says something, like I mm. feel 
a more react a more of a reaction like i remember there's this person that i followed on tiktok like i only follow 90 people on tiktok because like i don't i don't know why i need to follow anyone the algorithm is so weird and i remember one of the people that i followed was like this i don't know why i followed them like it was ages like back when i started yeah it was just like random and um i saw they commented something that was like transphobic underneath like someone's like account and i was like I, I was offended and usually I would never give a shit, but mm. I was like angry and I was like offended. I was filled with like, you know, like a annoyance and, you know, I did the big dramatic unfollow and stuff like that. Fucking hell. You're right, mate. Yeah. Keep what are going. you doing? I've just got a bit of blood on my arm. From what? Well, I've got heaps of scabs out. I don't know why. Keep going. Well, I was just saying, yeah, at 25, I just feel like I react to things more. Do you have that? Um... Yeah, I feel like I've always been a bit of an emotional person, though, to be honest. But do you feel like you've gotten more emotional? Maybe more in touch with my emotions Ooh, could be the word. Nice. I feel like I'm a little bit more in touch with them, potentially. I actually don't know. I swear, I, I do not know. So do you I maybe- couldn't tell you. A lot of my, um, like, from if my years from, like, 20, 21, 22-ish are really, like, blurry to me. I don't remember any orders or what kind of... Like, it's a big blur to me. So do you feel like maybe instead of becoming more emotional, you've been able to um, recognise what the emotion is that you're feeling when you feel it? So it's not necessarily that it's stronger, but that you can identify it a lot easier. Mm, I don't know. I actually don't know. I can't really comprehend that question. So the question is... No, I get it, but like, I don't know the answer. I don't know right, if I do okay. or not. Like, okay. I generally just don't know. That's fair enough. Yeah. I don't think you have to know. Yeah. So as I've been feeling things a little stronger, it means that um, my tolerance levels are going down. And I watched a movie the other night that was so bad and I want Pat to kind of take over. Bad as in so intense. I want you to take over from you get a phone call from me late at night. And I just want you to tell everyone what the phone call said. Oh, yeah. So I'm driving back from... A hookup. No, I was driving back from... Oh, yeah, I did see somebody. You saw I a did. girl. I did see a girl, but I, we didn't sleep together, no. And um, Will calls me, and it's probably like 11.45, right? And I'm pretty tired because I've been going to bed early lately, which has been good. And he's like, bro, 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 what are you doing? I was like, I'm just driving back. I'm going home. He's like, I'll pay you $200 <laughs> to stay at my house tonight. No one else is home. You can have one of the boys' rooms. And I was like, nah, I can't. I'm not going. He goes, please, bro, it's $200 fucking dollars. And he started, like, begging me to stay at your house because of this fucking movie. Yeah. True. And it was about a three to four minute phone call. And then you got really upset. And you're like, well, fuck you, cunt. And hung up. I didn't say, well, fuck you, cunt. You got upset. I was, uh, I was upset at the movie. You were upset I didn't stay. And then, hang on a second. Wait, can and we then, stop doing this? What? It's distracting. Well, don't look at it, bro. I'm covered in blood. What do you want me to do? Just just leave it. It's only like a few little dots. And um, this is where I love to catch you out on things. Okay. Because it's like, you'll be like, oh, I'm so desperate. It's 200 bucks. Like, surely you'd understand for 200 bucks. I must really need you to stay. I was like, okay, Will. If you're so scared, you're more than welcome to come stay in my house tonight. And then you're like, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. And then you backtrack on it. Because I love I, doing that to you, bro. Because I didn't want to, uh, I didn't want to uh, stay yours. I didn't want to sleep on a couch. That was the whole point. I was terrified, and I wanted to stay in my own house. It was so fucked. 
it was so fucked. There was just, oh man, I, I've never felt that before in my life. What feeling was it? Dread, anguish. No, from the movie, were you scared? Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I was yeah, scared. Yeah, yeah. I, I felt dread. I felt anguish. I felt like there was something in the house. I felt like sick to my stomach. Like I'd seen things I never want to see ever again. It sounds like when I had my fucking trip on Magic Mushrooms. <laughs> I had a trip on Argentinian horror movies. Jesus. Yeah, it was just stuff I never thought I'd ever see. It was stuff I never thought I'd ever see. And I was, I fucking saw it cunt and I saw it hard and I saw it heavy. Stuff you'd never want to see. Wow. In like, the movie. In the movie, yeah. bro. Stuff like... So, I'm going to tell you what it was about. Oh, I don't really want to hear about them. I think we, we talk enough movies. It's fine. Don't block the offer. I blocked it. You can't block an offer. That's <laughs> the number one rule of improv. I'm not... But your improv always relates back to movies, bro. Oh, my Admit God. Admit that. Admit that. Admit, All right, we'll move on. Up, no, you bring, we'll you, move on. You bring up a movie every single podcast. Well, too bad. Guess what? If you don't fucking like hearing about movies, find another podcast. No, but I don't all the time. What about fucking me, your co-host? Then find another podcast. So I've got to start a new podcast? Yes. All right, sweet. All right, we're moving on. Am I that replaceable? We're moving on. I was going to talk about something really interesting. No, you're just going to talk about the movie. That's what you're going to talk about. No, I was going to talk about a get... scene. That's a... Okay, <laughs> always get let's move on. It. Let's move on. Have you ever heard of AI? Mm, yeah, yeah, I have. What is it? Artificial intelligence. Right. And what currently describes as AI, we would say something like Alexa or Google Home. Stuff that I don't understand. I'm thinking more ChatGPT. ChatGPT is a great one. When people have a Google Home, I don't really understand why they have it, to be honest. I find that shit scary. Mm -hmm. Hey, um, hey, Home, turn on the bathroom light. Like, cunt, just turn the fucking bathroom <laughs> light on. Like, I think it'd be cool if you're in the bath or something. Yeah, cool if you're in the bath. How about this? Just get a Sonos. That's cool. What's and that? just be, it's just like a speaker system for the house. So you can be like, right. hey, Sonos, play this song. You know, that, would be it artif that would be AI too. No, I know, but I'm just saying like, it doesn't listen to you and track shit. Like when you get a, 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 an Alexa or a fucking Google Home, you bring it into, and it just listens to you all the time. And it like orders shit. Like, have you seen those videos? Well, where, that's, Sonos would do the same then. No, but it's just music. All it does is music. Right. Okay. But have you not heard that, that shit where someone's like talking like in their room about like, oh, like I, I really like this. And then like they, they check their like cart and like they, they, buy, but they buy their groceries online and the home has ordered for them the stuff that they've been speaking about without them physically ordering it. Yeah, like that's pretty crazy. some fucking scary shit. And anyway, I just, AI is really scary, right? And people always think that, um, it's going to get to the point where robots are like human beings, right? Mm, that scares me. Does that scare you? Yeah, that scares me. Well, oh, fuck us. There's a theory that I'd like to go down mm. in reference to this. Have you ever heard of the Uncanny Valley? No. Okay, so there's a theory that, you know, obviously humans and artificial intelligence is going to become so indistinguishable that, you know, we won't know what's we what. Know what's what. Yeah. But... It, that has been pulled into question recently with this uncanny valley theory, which is that the human eye and our emotions are able to distinguish or get an uneasy sense of feeling when we can't quite tell something's human. Yep. So uncanny valley explores human-like people and when there's something off about a person, right? And okay. we will sense that with the robot. So I just thought I'd show you a photo of something and I just want... 
you to tell me if you feel uneasy from the photo. Okay. Right? Does this person make you feel uneasy by looking at them? Yeah, very. Very, right? Very uneasy. Looks like a plastic doll. So, or this face there in the middle. Mm, The one in the middle, not so much. No, the ones around it, yeah. Yeah. The one in the middle is quite attractive. She's quite attractive. <laughs> That's a robot face. Oh, wow. Wow, okay. So you're, you've are you kind of gone against the Uncanny Valley theory. So That one is pretty realistic, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I really, oh, I don't know. I find it really scary. I, I obviously want to get your thoughts. Like, do you think that... Look, I think it can get to the point where, like, the looks and everything is like that. But then it comes down to, like, emotional intelligence and just... Like, I'm sure they could really interact human, like, really combat human interaction and relate to it and, like, get very similar. But I still feel like there's that thing of you, you would just know certain human interactions. You know what I mean? You would just understand them if it's a robot or not, I feel. But who knows? In our lifetime, no. I don't think so. Dude, it's pretty scary. I, I, I personally love the idea... Oh, God. I personally love the idea that, um humans can get a sense of feeling from something like you can look at someone and you kind of get that feeling of like oh shit like what is this and and you feel really uneasy from it yeah i did that on on the bus once in year eight i thought a guy had a bomb so i got off serious yeah really yeah he was sitting next to me and he was talking about weird shit then he started rattling through his bag so i quickly fucking jumped off dude i've done that before it's fucked i thought we were all gonna blow really i've done one where i was at um specter james bond yeah and there were two people next to me and they were just like muttering to each other, like the whole movie. And they would walk up to the back of the theater and then they walked back and then they sat back down and they did that each, like twice each. I would have been out and of And they there, were just bro. muttering. And I just turned to my mate and I was like, these cunts are going to blow the theater up. Let's get out of here. And I left. Yeah. Fair. So fair. Valid. So valid, valid. eh? Yeah. I just, that feeling of like unease. Like, do you ever get that when you watch like a, a, a photo or you see a photo or you watch a video and there's like a hallway in like an apartment and it just feels off? Yeah. It feels eerie. And like, it's word. from a dream almost. Eerie. Like, do you remember, you know what really scared me? That thing that was going around where it was like, um, have you seen this man in your dreams before? And it was like this face. And it was like a lot of people were saying that they'd seen a very similar face just because there was just like a lot of generic kind of features and stuff like that. Yeah. Or even like this, like when you have a sex dream, mm. how often would you say you have a sex dream? I don't know. I had one last week. Same. Yeah. But I'm I don't mad. know how frequently I They're have them. They're so good. When I you always get have one. them when I need a wee though. Whoa. When I'm like busting yeah. to wee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know? interesting. Yeah. And I can never climax in my dream because I need a wee so Yeah. Bad. If you let go, it'll be pissed. Yeah. yeah that's so, hilarious. Yeah. So, but I did have one last week. But, um. Won't say who with. Who was it with? Can't say. <laughs> Do I know the person? <laughs> oh no way! I swear to God. Wow. Yeah. Um, I just find it really interesting. Like, I can't. You can, you can sometimes taste in the sex dream. You can taste. Yeah. You can feel, but it's what your brain thinks it would taste and feel like. And isn't it interesting? You said you know the person that you had the sex dream about. They are acting how you think that they would act. In in a se- in a sexual environment, if you've never had sex with the person, have you had sex with the person? Yeah, I know exactly who it was. About. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, so is that about is is that based on past experiences? Is it fate? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what does your brain put together? Like, how has it put that scenario together to create it? You know what I mean? Yeah. 
I just love the idea of you telling you finding out if someone's a robot or not in an interaction, like 50 years in the future. I'd be fucked. If you're like, hey, brother, hey, okay, ready? I'll see if I'll, but I'll, I'm going to make a decision whether I'm a robot or a human. Okay, wait. Okay, yep. Yeah. And then you you have a conversation with me. And, we'll and where, where are we? A You're a random? Um, I reckon we're waiting for food at KFC. All right. Yeah. Hey, hey, man, sorry. Can I just grab that napkin behind you? The napkin behind me? Yeah, of course. You're Here. a robot. <laughs> Fuck off. You're a robot. <laughs> Give me a chance. <laughs> You're a robot. Admit that. <laughs> okay, sure. Fine. Keep going. Yeah. Can I just grab that napkin behind you, please? Brother? Sure, mate. Here you go. They, oh, Sorry, bro. I might just grab it myself because I don't oh, know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't man, really want course. your hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah if of you course. could just squizzle out the way. Yep. Thanks, dude. Did you know that in 1968, oh, so 47,000 oh, napkins <laughs> were made? I didn't. Yeah. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Scanning room. <laughs> Human Patrick Clifton. So, what do you reckon I was? Um, a really smart scientist. Yeah. Historian. I was a really autistic kid. Oh, so you were yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Well, anyway, robots are scary. Almost as scary as having a party at your own house. Dun, 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 dun. I had a party at my house. It was not a birthday party. It was a shared... Halloween party. Halloween party. And yes. I've done a lot of talking this episode. So Pat, Pat, I want you to tell me your thoughts on parties. And how you would feel if your roommates decided to throw one. Okay, my thoughts on parties. Like a house party? Sick. House parties back in the day were the grouse. And you don't really get them much anymore. So it's good when you get one. A lot more relaxed going to them. Like back in the day, you know what I mean? Like people would jump them. We'd jump them. And like, you know what? It's just kind of that growing up phase. But now it's just kind of like no one's going to jump your fucking party. You're there with all your mates. Like it's sweet. You know what I mean? I never jumped a party. That was lame. Lame kids did that. Well, moving on. And um, you guys were never invited to parties, your group. You guys were always the crashers. You were known as the people that crashed parties. Because it was always... fucking invited. Sorry? It was always your rich cunts in your rich area. Yeah. We would have the parties and then you guys were always known for just jumping them. And no one ever wanted you there, I remember. Anyway, so... No shit no one wanted us there. That's why we weren't invited. But they were fucking these million dollar houses... And we're like, yeah, that's we'll, a pretty we'll shit go, house if it's a million. We'll go dollars. party. No, like millions of dollars. We're like, we'll go party. But you we knew invited. people there. It's not like we didn't know anyone. We knew people there. But you weren't invited. And you'd cause fights? No. Yeah, well, literally one of the parties I went to, there was a massive fight that you guys caused. I wasn't a huge there. Brawl. I was not there. All your friends. Anyway, that's just bullshit. That's not bullshit. <sighs> okay. So what was I even fucking saying? What do we yeah, feel about parties? Yeah, parties now. I, I really like them. I think it's mad. If my housemates had one, I'd be sweet with it because it'd be all my mates as well. You know what I mean? Um, we're thinking of doing a New Year's one, potentially. Maybe. But then again, like, it's just so... It's nice. It's You can talk to people. You can. It's not like you're out at a club where it's just all noisy. Like, you can have your music in one area and a bit more of a chill area somewhere else. And you, it's good to catch up with friends you haven't seen in a while. You can bring your own drinks and stuff like that. So... Personally, big fan of a house party. I don't like parties. Yeah, anymore. but you, yeah, fair. I don't like parties anymore. And I had a big party at my house, and it was started off great, right? Started off fun. And then I hit the road. And for anyone with social anxiety, you know the feeling your brain just goes flick, and immediately you have zero interest in attending the party, right? You just don't want to be there. Yeah. So <laughs> I just, I'd love to get everyone's thoughts on this. I leave the party, right? So before the party started, when I was inviting people, I invited a guy. 
right? I invited a guy to this party. He was going to a concert or whatever. And he was like, after the party, after the concert, I'd love to come to the party. Of course you can. That'd be really fun. Anyway, the night of the party comes around and it's about 10.30, which was the time he said the concert was finished, would finish. And I decided I really don't want to be here anymore. It was like 11 o'clock actually. And I was like, I don't want to be here. So I drove to your house. <laughs> yeah. So I'd, I'd left at 10. So I got there at 7.30 yep. and I left at 10. So I did a good two and a half hours. Which was an amazing shift for I'd me. done my social interaction. The same thing, my social... Because I wasn't drinking, I was sober. So like I spoke to friends, saw people I hadn't seen in a while, all caught up. Then at about 10 o'clock, everyone started getting a little bit rowdy. The house music started playing a bit louder. And I was like, that's my sign. I'm going to go. And I just gapped it down the side. And you did a great job, Pat. And might I say this, I know before we said Pat at the races and, you know, we don't need drinks, you know, all the time and, you know, you can be sober. Yes, you can, but sometimes... Oh, some, I would have killed for a drink Sometimes you need a bit of a drink and if if you're sober, it, it, it just happens. It's the same way that if you have t- a drink and maybe you get you f- fall asleep, yeah. you know? It's the same way. You get sober, your social battery drains a bit quicker. Mm. Pat- to be honest, can I just say something on that before you continue with your story? Mm. When I left... I felt really depressed because wow. I was like, I felt like when I when remember I had that day of the races, I was like, that was so fun. I didn't need a drink. That was amazing. But and then you when were I left, such a high. I was such a high. When I left the party, I was really depressed and I was like, fuck, it's really annoying that I can't drink and, and enjoy it like everyone else was. And it got me really upset. So I thought that was interesting because I'm not drinking at the moment because of my mental health. So I was kind of like, fuck, I wish I could be like them. And it got, made me really upset. You know what's so interesting? I had that exact feeling when I left the fragrance thing. Yeah. I was like, I was again, fully sober, no drinking. And I was having a lot of fun. Or I, actually, I had about two or three drinks actually. But when I got to the place, no drinking. Yeah. And I remember leaving it. And yeah, as soon as I got home, I felt like I'd made like the wrong decision leaving. And I was like, I wish I could stay at events like that. But, and I was annoyed and depressed at myself mm. because I was like, I hate that my social battery runs out so quickly. Yeah. I, I want to be one of those people that can just socialize and just have the best of times. Yeah. So it's I was really off right? myself. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. But, but then there are times when I go to your place and I love that I'm there and I yeah. love that I'm there. Well, there was fun once you got, when, once you came in that. 100%. Like it was, and it was good when I got home and Toby was home and stuff. 100%. So, yeah. so anyway, I've invited this guy last a week before the party. It's now hit 11 o'clock. I haven't heard from him. He's still at the concert. I'm thinking, well, I'm going to go drive to Pat's. As soon as I start driving to Pat's, I get a text from this guy, a Snapchat, I should say, saying, hey, concert's just finished. We'd love to come. Now, I've gotten with this person before. I think they're really, I, 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 like, I like them. I think, oh, well, actually, I don't. I don't like them as if I have feelings yeah, yeah, for them, yeah. but I like them as a person. I think they're great to chat to. Um, and I was like, okay, uh, I've got a decision to make. Do I let him and his friends come or do I stick to my guns? Cause going back to that party was really he, not for he didn't me. Want to. I really didn't want to go back. So I decided to be really open and honest with him, which is something that I don't usually do with people. And I just said, Hey dude, um, I've, I've actually left the party. Um, I just wasn't really feeling it. I'm really sorry. And I thought that would be it really. Like I didn't think I'd need to go into too much more. Anyway, I get a response and now it's not him talking to me. It's his friend and she's talking to me through his Snapchat and he's next to her. Right. So she, she, she says something like, Oh damn. Like we were really keen to come. Like, 
oh, you know, like we, we, we were really keen to come. And then I felt really guilty because I'm such a people pleaser. Yeah. I hate letting people down. It makes me just feel so shit about myself. And I've got such low self-esteem that I have to always please. Because the idea of someone being mad at me or angry at me just eats away at me. Yeah. I don't know if you're the same. Yeah, I think I'm getting a lot better at it, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, you are like that, but I think I'm getting a lot better. Yeah. So the people pleasiness came out of me. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, I really don't want to go to this party. So I just need to be more honest because again, I just, I don't want to let them down, but I need to, so I need to let them know the full story. So I said, oh, to be honest, I'm feeling really socially anxious. Like I'm just not feeling very well. Like I, I really just need some space. I've gone to Pat's house. Um, really sorry. Like, I hope I haven't let you guys down. Right. I get a response and it was oh, damn, that really sucks. Like, we were so excited. Kind of the same thing again. And it's yeah. like, um, maybe if you don't mind, we still can rock up to the party. That doesn't sit right with me. So that shocked me, right? This didn't come from me. This came from her, right? That was like, what? But I'm not there. Like, I thought, I did genuinely think, and then I started to think, okay, well, they're not really interested in seeing me. They're interested in the party because they must have thought that there was a lot of cool people there or whatever. So, okay, Fair enough. People pleaser Will comes out. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, you guys can still go to the party. No worries. I just won't be there. Right? Thinking like, yeah. I'm doubling down. I'm going, well, just so you know, I'm not going to be there. Like, just yeah. in case you think you going He's will, will make me, me go. Like, I I'm not going to be there. Like, all cards are, I'm all in. I'm pushing all the cards under the table. Yeah. I'm all in. I won't be there. Yeah. She replies, <laughs> on our way. Well. Okay, well, I'm not there. So, on our way, on the there. Also, they asked, well. oh, do you have any drinks as well? Oh, but for that wasn't, fuck's sake. But that, was, that wasn't straight after. That was, like, a bit before that. Anyway, so they're on the way. They get there. And I don't know. I just felt so strange by it, you know? And I'm not saying, any, I'm, you know, I'm no, not saying this to make them feel bad. Like, Well, they're never going to probably hear it. But it's I, fucking weird. I did think it was interesting, right? What are your? T I want to know your takes on it before I give my takes. I I'll say this about the people pleasing thing. I feel like I'm more people please people I'm close to. I feel like you're pretty good at saying no to your friends because you know they understand you a little bit better. Yeah, 100%. but to like people you don't know that well, you're a huge people pleaser, and I feel like I'm better at. With people I don't know that well being like, like if he said that to me, I'd be like, you can actually go get fucked. Like no, <laughs> zero, like you turn up in my house. I would have messaged my mates, been like, don't let that cunt in the house. Really? Yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? So like we're different in that aspect, but that, yeah, that answers your question. That would fucking shit me to the core, bro. Yeah, and it did. I just felt... Because it's like, I've invited you. You know no one else at this fucking party. Yeah. I invited you for one thing only, to see me at the party. You know what I mean? It's a good excuse to see each other. And now you're completely ignored how I feel and how I said I feel. And they've just gone, oh, well, can we still go? And do what, cunt? <laughs> and speak to fucking who? You don't know a single soul there. I'm sorry. I've met both of them. I don't think they would be the type to really go and interact with strangers, which is nothing against them. You know what I mean? I wouldn't yeah. do the same at a random party. But it's not like they're these huge personalities who would just kind of like latch to people and have conversations. I feel like they would have just sat in the corner together. And it's like, you well, could do that at your bedroom. <laughs> well, I was you know? very... Which we said to Jackson, because Jackson spent the whole time on the couch. Jackson spent the whole time on the couch. But I felt very like... um. 
I don't know. It just felt so strange, right? It's like, weird. It was so strange because as well, like, I, I don't know. I just felt so like, um, I was like, did we get, like, did you hear what I was kind of saying? Like I was being, a, I was bit, telling bit, you, yeah. I was so, so, and the funniest thing, this is what I found so funny. The funniest bit of the whole thing was I was talking to her basically the whole time. I wasn't even speaking to her. He was just, the funniest thing was she was going, damn, like we were so excited. Like we're really keen to see you. Like we really want to see you. Da, 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 da. And he's just in the back, like in like the side of frame yawning and looking so bored Zero and fucks. so uninterested. He looked like he wanted to go the fuck home to bed. So he couldn't give two fucks where he was, which I found the fun. That actually, I audibly laughed when I watched the video. Yeah. I wish I screen recorded it. <laughs> we're really, re it was like, we're so keen to see. You. And he was just like, I want to go the fuck to bed. Like that's what it looked like, which yeah, was so right. funny. But, um, Anyway, they went there for 10 minutes and then they left. Did they leave after 10 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. Of course, because... This is not their environment. Yeah, you like, the only anyone. reason... And this is nothing against them personally. No, like I said, nothing. When I met them, they were lovely. I had a really good night with them until the end. <laughs> and then... Um, it's Yeah, it's nothing against them, but it's just like... You don't do... You're not just going to go to a party of random people who you do not know and all of a sudden just interact with everyone. It's just not how it works, I guess. You know? Yeah. You at least need to know some people to fucking strike up conversation. Otherwise, everyone's going to be like, who are they? Like, what are they? Who? Like, who? actually, who are they? And then, I'm sorry, Pat, but I have one more story. No, tell me. I love how we've got a bit of a longer rep. Yeah. We're delivering. We're delivering. Um, this one's funny. So, we blocked the fridge. We moved the fridge across <laughs> our yeah. door. So, this is the structure of our house. One side of the house is living room, bedrooms, bathroom. One half. One half of like the house. Like the back half of the house. Yeah. The front half, you would say. Oh, sorry. The front half. Yeah. The yeah, front yeah, half yeah. of living the house and bedrooms. is living room, bedrooms, and a bathroom. Yeah. The back half of the house where the party was is kitchen, sunroom, backyard, and then a little toilet. Right? Yeah. We like dragged, a laundry toilet. Yeah. We dragged the fridge across the doorway so that no one could get into the front bit. You had to walk down the side gate and you were straight in the backyard like that, right? Well yeah. set up. This entitled little cunt of a fuck, she comes up to me and she's lovely to start off with. Hey, Will, pretty please, can I go through there and do a wee? Pretty please. I'm really sorry. I'm going to call her John. Okay. I'm really sorry, John, but you can't go through there. Please, I've known I've known your roommate for seven years. I've known your roommate for seven years. I went, that's great. We're not letting anyone back there unless it's one of us. She goes, okay, well, no, seriously, like I really need to go. And those people in the bathroom are taking so long. By the way, I'd I'd looked over at the people in the bathroom. I can they'd been in there for three to four minutes. Like they'd <laughs> yeah. just gotten in there. It was two girls that had gone in there. They were probably just doing their makeup, having a debrief. Let the girls be girls, yeah. right? Give it's them the space It's just notorious. Girls are longer in the bathroom. Yeah, 100%. They, they, they want to look their best. Let them have it. Let them give fucking them have it. Give them their fucking give time. Give them their fucking Especially time. Especially as another girl. Exactly. You think she would fucking respect I, it. Give Or even a little knock saying, girls, can I join? Hey, hey girls, girls, it's just, I'm just going to do a wee. Yeah. Well, you, you keep chatting. Forget I'm here. girls are fine with that, right? If I'd a girl does so. a wee while they do their makeup, I I'd think it's pretty so. chill, right? Yeah. Because they're not as gross as us. But anyway... She starts to get a bit antsy and Jackson Fairbairn leans over and starts to step in. He goes, hang on a second. I think, I think. She turns to him and this is where she her tone changes. Who the fuck do you think you are? Who the fuck are you? Don't fucking talk to me. Whoa. Crazy. Then she just starts Did Jackson pushing. react? No, he went, wow. 
Then she starts <clears throat> squeezing through the fridge. Like she just starts bolting. And I'm yelling back at her. I'm going, no, no, what are you doing? And obviously, you know, it's a girl. If it was a guy, I would have grabbed him by the yeah, arm yeah, and yeah. I would have pulled him out. I'm not going to You touch can't really a woman. do much there, yeah. She, she's, she slits the, and then, then she's out. She's there and she's, she's charging. She's, in, she's into the wilderness. She's in the living room and she's, she's charging for the bathroom. Luckily, my roommate, my other roommate comes down and he comes the opposite way, meets her. He goes, what the fuck are you doing? And she goes, get the fuck out of my fucking way. I'm going to the fucking bathroom. <laughs> she didn't say it like that. She said, get the fuck out of my fucking way. And Jordan goes, oh, who cares? Jordan goes, um, no, who are you? I live here. And she goes, oh, um, I, and he goes, get out, like, get the fuck out. And she kicks up this big fuss and she's thrown back out. Like, should have kicked her out of the house then and there. Well, I wanted to, I told her, I was like, we should kick her out. That would shit me to the core. Oh, awful. Entitlement I love seeing, but yeah. I just love her, who the fuck are you? And Jackson was like, well, okay. All right, let's get on to a bit of advice. These are, they're a lot. All right, let's go. Let's do it. Before we get into advice, mm. we're doing Pat Clifton's thoughts and opinions. I have four different things that people okay. have asked about and we're only getting your thoughts. Okay. Pat Clifton. Someone got with their family member's best friend. Mm. I want to know your thoughts on that. They didn't say which family member. They said, I got with one of my family member's best friends. Bit weird. I think it's a little bit weird. Stepping a line? Overstepping a line? Yeah. I mean, if you haven't had the discussion, if it's just kind of like behind, I, let's just assume sibling. Mm-hmm. Let's say it's behind your sibling's back. A little bit weird with me, okay. I think. Yeah. How to get rid of ass hair. Oh, look. All right. All right. <laughs> this, this is, is one direct from listeners. I'm going to say get it waxed. Now, this is something I haven't done, but I, I also live with ass hair. And I shave it every now and again. But when I say it wouldn't be accurate, because all you've got is a fucking a razor and you've got to bend over in the shower. You know what I mean? You're, mm. you're missing. And it can get itchy when you do it. So I'm even thinking of going for a wax. So yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to recommend a wax to get rid of your ass hair. Or as well, if you do do the shave, you can get some Nair hair removal cream. Apparently that shit burns. Yeah, but it burns for the first kind of... You get used to it. In your anal spot, you put it in there. I've got hair, dude. Like, I've got hair in my ass. Really? Yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's not like. It's not like pubes. It's like pretty. It's oh, like, it's like growth. It's kind of like probably a couple centimeters. Fucking hell. Yeah, that's bad. Maybe a centimeter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I like, I don't mean, think Veet's getting rid of that. <laughs> How do I get cats to come up to me? Psst, 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 doesn't work. Oh, okay. <laughs> I used to have three cats. We've discussed this yeah. last episode. I'm gonna say, um. God, you know what? In all my years of having cats, you can never get them to come up to you. Wow. You have to go up to them unless they approach you. That's it. You can't just call them over. There's no simple answer to that. I'm sorry. Friend breakups. Oh. Do we have any context to it? No. They just want to know your thoughts on friend breakups. I think they're potentially worse than a real breakup at times. I'd love to go into more depth on this on another podcast. Yeah. Because I've got some thoughts on that. Yeah, because they can be fucking awful. Like, they really, really can be. And I think they're underrated. People don't realise how actually hard they can be Mm. with a friend breakup. So, to be... Friend breaks up hurts. Friend breakups, to be continued. continued. And finally, Pat, before we get on to advice, best places to fart. To fart? Yeah. Will's house. Because he gets very, very angry. (laughs) <laughs> so, 
Also in the bath, because it has this weird smell to it when you fart in water. Do you smell... Okay, I'm going to be honest. Every time I fart, which is maybe once a year, yeah, I always, always smell it, bro. Well, you can't not. No, no, no. I actively try and smell it. Yeah. I think that's normal. Because you, you, one, you want to know, is this... Am I going to have to think of an excuse here? Because is, is this really bad and everyone else is going to smell it? Yep. And two, it's just kind of like a bit of self-satisfaction. Okay, you know, ready? Just a bit of a woofer weefer. Here we go. I broke up with my ex about two months ago whilst he was away in Europe. Awful, okay. I know, but I couldn't keep saying I love you on the phone and text like everything was fine when it wasn't. His family now hates me and they think and they all think I cheated, which I didn't, but I'm starting to think I made the wrong decision. I'm about to go backpacking around Asia for a month and I don't know if I should reach out before I go when I, when I get back. Or not at all. So he really is a lovely guy and we had a good connection. I just feel like he was 110% invested in the relationship and I was only invested 50%. I don't want to be an absolute dog and message him again or string him along just to figure out if I made the right decision or not. But I can't help but wonder about the what if and if I ruined something good. Please help me. That is a great bit of advice. It's a great bit of advice. Now I'm going to say you don't reach out before you go backpacking. Because that's a real big thing. Like to go solo backpacking, or I don't know if it's solo, but going backpacking around Southeast Asia and Asia is like, you'll learn heaps about yourself. And you know what I mean? Like you could come back like a, not a different person, like cringy, but you know what I mean? Like you could just learn so much about yourself, realize you actually just want to travel a lot more. You don't want to partner. You know what I mean? Like you could learn so much from that. So you don't want to fucking cock tease him too much. But then if you come back and you still like really miss him, you're right. You don't want to fuck him over, but like, I don't think you should do it just... Oh, it's tough. If you real, if you genuinely think you guys would work out if you went back, then approach him. But if it's just kind of like a, oh, there's a little 5% in me that thinks, what if it works? I'll just try. It's kind of like, nah, you've been a bit of a cunt to him, you know? But if you genuinely think you can make it work again, reach out. But I think once you get back from Asia, because this could all change. I'm with Pat on the Asia thing. I think don't reach out before because that's... That's just going to be awkward because then again, you're doing long distance and it's like time zones and all that different stuff where it's like, you know, it, it'll just be a hard, awkward conversation to have. I think if you come back and you still feel a certain way because you broke up, you know, over the phone, which isn't like a proper way to do it. I think you should message him and say, Hey, like I have a lot of thoughts and I'd love to meet up for a coffee and, and just chat in person about everything and just get everything all on the table. Yeah. I like that. I um, like that. And another thing I would say is I was in the exact same boat. I broke up with uh, my boyfriend because I only felt half invested. And I think you actually did a very good thing. I think it's a very unselfish thing. Yeah, um, agreed. Because the worst thing to do is to string someone along. And I, I know that feeling of like, do I keep him around to see if I want it or not? I think that's a very selfish thing. You did a very noble, selfless thing. Also very commendable. You did it while he was away, I think. In the sense, really? not, not, not like... Not in the sense of like, um, yeah, do it while he's away. In the sense of like, okay, you know he's in Europe on a holiday. If he's single, he can go out and see other girls and stuff. And I still do not did it. think you know that I mean? was it. I think breaking up while away is not a great op. No, but it's kind of like, oh, look, if I break up with my girlfriend while she's in Europe, my first thought would be like, fuck, I bet she's going to like, she could go out now and... She's single. She can do what she wants, but so that would sit uneasy to. with. No, I wouldn't want her to. Oh, right. You know what I mean? So I'm saying he had the. She knew once they break up, he can go sleep with people in Europe, do all these things, and that wouldn't sit right with me. 
Mm. But she still went ahead and did it, which I think is commendable. You know what I mean? I've got another one. Yeah, hit me. Hey guys, I need some advice with women. I'm a 19-year-old lesbian. I'm out to all my friends, but not my family. I've recently started liking a girl in my friend group and she's bi. She tells me she likes my vibe and my style a lot and she's really touchy with me, always coming up to me to put her arm around me or bring me to the dance floor to dance with her. With girls, it's really hard to tell if they're just being nice and friendly or if they're flirting. She was drunk when she was all touchy, but the compliments came before and after she drank. Any advice? They're going to scissor, bruh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you right now, bruh. I'm telling you. Come on. Tell me they're not. Give me Look at me in the eye and tell me they won't. I don't think they will. Really? No. I think it's... You always say this. You could have even made up this quote. Drunk actions are sober thoughts or some shit. Drunk words are sober thoughts. Thoughts, right? Same with actions. So she's really touchy feeling stuff. That's just because, that's just like a natural thing. Like when you're drunk, you tend to be more like that. But she wouldn't do it if she didn't think it when she was sober. The fact she's complimenting you and stuff. I get it. I get girls are very friendly in that sense. But like, it's all hookers you're in a friend group. But maybe just test the boundaries a little bit. Maybe be a bit touchy feely back. I'm not sure if you're engaging back. But maybe next time you're out. So yeah, a good way to do it when you're drunk is also because you've got an excuse if it fails, right? Mm. So if you get rejected, you can always just be like, oh, fuck, I was so drunk, sorry. Yeah. When really you still wanted it, but you've got a fallback. So that's probably why she was doing that. But well, like, engage in it. Give her a bit of touchy-feely back. I've had it before, though. I mean, I am a gay man, and I've I've, I've, I've had conversations with guys, and, you know, then they, they start to get touchy-feely, and they're getting drunk, and, you know, you I feel like... Am I, like it literally happened at my party. I was like, am I like, is, does this person want to get with me? Like, are they like, and I could, re- you know, when you really yeah. feel it and I didn't engage back. Well, it'd be even harder in that know... sense. You don't even know if they're straight. Well, exactly. Or gay, right? I didn't know what their sexual orientation was, was. So yeah. I felt really uncomfortable kind of, and also I wasn't drinking Yeah, and they were. So I just felt weird even making a move at all. So I was mm. just kind of like, I, what the hell is going on? But I know that feeling you you get that feeling flutteriness in your stomach and your, your, your thoughts start to race and it's all you can think about oh, and everything slows feeling. down. Like, it's an amazing It's feeling, one of the best. But it's hard when you're not 100% certain on what's going on. So my yeah. thought to that would be, um, my thoughts on that would be give it another night and just see how it yeah, goes. Yeah, let it play and out. I like Pat, not initiating straight away, but just kind of giving the same energy back. Yeah, give that's right. Give, give the, same the same energy, energy back. And then if it keeps continuing... Look, it's just going to get to the point of you're going to have the conversation. You're just going to have to. Now, just to hit the hour mark, we've got one last one. Yeah. Uh, This girl has a Christmas tree. It's her Christmas tree. She lives with two other roommates. Mm Mm-hmm. Love to know what kind of Christmas tree it is. Well, it's a Christmas tree. I really like the ones with white around them. Like it's been snowing. Oh, you don't like a normal Christmas, like an actual tree? I've never had a real one. I've never had a real Christmas tree. Well, let's agree. I hate the little tiny fake ones. Oh, they can get fucked. The little ones. Yeah. No, like, you, get me a big... I love... But we all know I love Christmas. So you want a big fake I want one. a big... Oh, look, I would get a real tree. I, I would. thought you didn't like real plants. I know, but you don't have to keep it alive. Yeah. I just couldn't keep a real plant alive. Yeah. Um, I want a big tree. In my old apartment, I had a doozy. Yeah. And it's got white sprinkles as if it's been snowing. Oh, so good. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. it's. A, I think it's a big Christmas tree, right? Okay. Let us know. Yeah. Let us know. She loves Christmas. Her other two roommates don't want her to put the tree up until the 1st of December. She wants to put the tree up now, and it's her tree. 
Does she respect her housemate's wishes or does she go, fuck it, and I'm putting the tree up now? I think they're being pretty reasonable the 1st of December. I That's think it's still pretty fair. 30 days of it, Christmas Look, it's tree. a bit of a traditional thing as well. The 1st of December, you put your tree up. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like a, a thing as well. So I think, look, I'm not saying you're in the wrong for wanting to put your Christmas tree up now. I'm all for it. I'm all Listen, for it Listen, if we live well. together, I'd be doing it with you. No <laughs> doubt. You know what I mean? Like, that tree would be up. But you got to respect your housemates. And it's not like they're being like, no, on the 20th, you can put it up. It's like they're giving you uh, the whole month of Christmas 100. to put it up. I think that's pretty fair. And if you're really desperate, maybe a little like, hey, what about, what about the 25th of November? Yeah, if you're really desperate, negotiate. Look, you got to negotiate. Because then that's the 25th of November to the 25th of December. That's a month. And then maybe be like, okay, listen, I'm willing to compromise. You let me put the tree up. I'll put it up on the 1st of December. But we get to put some decorations on the house. You know what I mean? Mm. Maybe start negotiating a little bit. Oh, wow. I'm putting putting proper decorations up, like getting on the roof and shit this year. Really? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to... We're gonna to go to all these places. We're gonna get reindeers, blow up Santa's. Big like, Santa, like we're gonna get. We're like full kidding it out. Not sure I'm gonna get the money from, but it's gonna look good. But wait, are you doing Christmas at your share house? Huh? You no, know? it's just it's just nice when people yeah. drive past. Well, you have all trees and shit. Happy birthday to me. Yeah. Bye. Happy birthday. We'll we have a Melbourne show. Oh yeah. Sorry. We have a Sydney show next week. No next way. weekend. Really? Yeah. Holy cunt. Okay. We have a Sydney show next week and there's a few tickets left to the Saturday show. And um, Melbourne, they're selling quick. So, adios, amigos.